0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to our review of Super Mario Odyssey with the boy, Benny. Hello
1: there. It's just you and me today, Benny. We finally booted him. We finally <laughs> got sick of his shit. He's actually the biggest Mario fan here. <laughs> We're doing a covert review without Connor. <laughs> uh, no, he's a, he's an Xbox gamer. <laughs> Yeah. Not into the Nintendo stuff so
0: much. Benny and I are the Nintendo boys. Um long-time Nintendo fans Hell and yeah. we've both been really anticipating Odyssey.
1: Mhm. Um God, I mean they they only announced it uh, not that long ago, at the beginning of the year. Yeah, it seemed
0: it seemed like uh, this it hasn't been sort of like a 2 or 3 year campaign
1: with Odyssey. Mm. It feels much more immediate. I mean, you always know they're working on something, but we we um we haven't had a proper kind of mainline Mario 3D adventure since uh, the Wii. Galaxy 2 would have been the last one.
0: Yeah. And when did Galaxy 2 come out? It was, must have been, uh, God, uh, 2010.
1: 2010. 2010. Wow. That is longer than I anticipated. My God. And then, so we had uh, Super Mario World, 3D World on the Wii U, which is fantastic. Um, bit of a bit of a mix, though, is kind of a sequel to 3D Land Did on the you, 3DS. I didn't play that. Did you like that? It is fantastic. Okay, absolutely love it. An amazing multiplayer game as well. Yeah, which we should do sometime because I don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but now, uh, now they announce Odyssey, and it looks like this whole looks like a Super Mario 64 sequel kind of yeah, thing.
0: It fe- and it feels like the spiritual successor to 64. Yeah. It's got um, the same mechanics. Like that was one of the first things I noticed, like it the yeah, wahoo, wah, three three jumps, you know, ground pound, um, the the you know, Zed jump from the old Nintendo sixty four, the long yeah, jump. Yeah. Um, it just felt like I was playing Super Mario sixty four again.
1: Yeah, but but at the same time, like the second you pick it up, the first minute, you, you can feel that Nintendo polish. I mean, you can watch all the gameplay videos in the world, but the second you pick that up, you're like, man, this is platforming. This is that that gold standard. It's crazy how polished Nintendo's games are compared mm. to
0: some other companies out there. I mean, I remember that Alien game that came out a few years ago. Um, Colonial Marines. Colonial Marines. And that got pushed out early. You yeah. know, it was just glitchy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. And with Nintendo, you know you're just going to get... A plus. Maybe it's not going to be the best Nintendo game ever, but in terms of um, just attention to detail and a well, a cohesive,
1: amazing experience, you're going to get that. Yeah, I mean, the various AAA title gets thrown around a lot for all the big games. I feel like they should all be double A titles, and then Nintendo ones are the AAA titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're the best of the best. Yeah,
0: yeah. But um uh, I mean what we've been playing you came out last week
1: right about a week ago It's been one week yeah and you finished the game I mean are you ever really finished Yeah <laughs> um I've finished the main campaign certainly that that's uh, about 10-15 hour kind of ordeal without rushing um and But the there is so much more game to this um, yeah. than than just the the campaign. This game, you know, generally with a Mario game, you have your hundred and twenty stars. Yep. This game, you got your power moons, and uh, there is in excess of eight hundred. So it is uh, it is a step up. It's a definite step up, and I think it feels
0: um, it feels different because I feel like with this game, the level design is so amazing. Everywhere you turn, mm. there's something to see there's something to go explore, there's something to do, there's another moon mm. and th- that abundance of moon means that there's that many more of them in each level, which means you're continually collecting them and you, you feel like this um, this sort of like, uh, it's like uh, momentum. Mm. You feel like you're continually collecting and you're not getting stuck. It's got a really yeah. good
1: rhythm to it. Well, the, the big change here from the previous Mario games, uh, 64 Sunshine and the Galaxies specifically, is you're not with each level, you're not going in for, like, seven or so missions. Yeah, individual quests. Yeah, yeah, like, all of the moons are there. You collect a moon, you don't get booted out back to a hub world. You just keep collecting. And, you know, instead of those seven or ten stars or whatever, you have uh, 40 to 100 and something in each level. And and these levels are big kind of sandboxes They're You know, you have your, your city, your, your desert. They range from pretty big to very big. Yeah. And, uh, Massive Yeah And just Yeah Beautifully designed And polished And always something new To do there
0: Yeah And I think that So Galaxy as well where You went into the level And you selected Which of the missions That's right yeah, So and, very and similar to the world to, would change In subtle ways Yes Exactly one. And that was consistent Across those three That you mentioned mm. And the fluidity With this game Is very noticeable mm. The they the, there is a cool aspect um, of that other mechanic where you each mission is slightly different. So you experience the world in different ways. But in this game, it's a much more fluid experience, like, you know, without getting into, you know, I don't want to ruin anyone's experience. But Mm -hmm. there's some environments, you know, where it's snowing at the beginning, and then you unlock certain challenges. And then, wow, okay, now it's, The snow's gone It's a different climate So you You've got that same Changing environment Changing scenery But It it feels more As I said Fluid
1: and in the moment Mm, mm. Now We haven't even mentioned The big new mechanic Of this game Which every new Mainline Mario game Has to introduce Is the cap Cappy Cappy Brilliantly named Um, Just ingenious (laughs) Yeah there's that, that Marketing genius right there Um Uh With which you can Uh Capture Uh any number of uh, creatures and objects and characters and and take over them, not possess. Nintendo's been very clear as they don't <laughs> want to use the word possess, even though that's very clearly what's happening. Yeah, um, and you can play as all these different creatures, and it's not just a matter of like Kirby getting an ability or something. This is full on. You just take over this character, like you're suddenly a hammer brother, and you're just chucking hammers everywhere, yeah. bouncing around, or or you're a goomba, like stacking up a whole ten yeah. pile of goombas. The first time this
0: mechanic sort of really crystallized for me was when you when you um inhabited uh, Chain Chomp, mm-hmm. and I was just like, whoa, yeah. like you this can is do you can do what insane. a Chain Chomp
1: does, and only what a Chain Chomp does. Yeah. <laughs> just... It's but
0: insane, and sort of like you have to. Think a little more laterally once that mechanic's introduced. Um, Mm. There's some really great... I think there's over 50 different creatures you can inhabit. Mm -hmm. Um, And some of them are just pure joy to play with.
1: Uh, The the noticeable one is obviously the dinosaur, the (laughs) T-Rex. Yeah, That's such a great moment. Big highlight of the trailer. But yeah, when you actually do it, it's like, man... How are there not more games where you get to be a fucking T Rex? Yes, seriously, so cool. seriously. Um, the, and it's it's the Jurassic Park t-rex. Like, oh, the T Rex. Like, not the sound, t- but the look of it. It's just exactly that.
0: Whoa, T. Yeah. Uh, another one of my favorites is that um, bird in the in the, where you can peck in the wall and then yeah. ping. <laughs> I, I love the the mechanic there. I love the design there. But yeah, I mean, I, I feel like. And something we spoke about is, like, this game feels a lot like Banjo-Kazooie to me.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: And thinking back to Banjo-Kazooie, one of the things that you did was you went to Mumbo-Jumbo and you turned into the ant, you turned into the walrus, mm. all those different animals. And and once again, you do that in this. It's a little bit different, obviously, but it does feel
1: like Banjo-Kazooie. And I, I love that. Yeah, you're a big fan, as I recall. Massive. I I never... um. Never had a 64, so I never owned Bandai Kazooie. I played bits and pieces here and there, always loved the aesthetic and the, the the world. Um, honestly, this game almost feels more of a spiritual successor to them, to me, being a kind of a novice at them, than to even Mario 64. Yeah. Like, you've got your Mario mechanics and playing as Mario in the Mario world, but just the whole big collect a thon thing, you turn it into different things and uh, the
0: environments as well. They seem more naturalistic, which is what, um, uh, Banjo went for I mean not all the worlds Obviously But mm. I think Banjo went for More of a naturalistic environment Whilst mm. Mario was Still going for Trying to translate The 2D worlds Into 3D mm. um, But yeah I mean I, You know we've, I've been disappointed Over the years Over the Banjo Kazooie Um Titles that have come out Oh why
1: <laughs> Why is that
0: <laughs> um, You know Nuts and Bolts sucked And uh, Nuts, Nuts and Bolts was interesting It was interesting But I couldn't get behind it
1: Yeah um, It felt like a Wallace and Gromit or something A mechanic that they threw a A franchise on Yeah Rather than the other way around
0: and then um, it's not banjo, but ukulele. Um, mm. um, I haven't played it, but the reviews have been very disappointing. Mm. And it hasn't come out on Switch yet, so I haven't picked it up. But I don't know—I don't even know if it's coming out for Switch. It is eventually, yeah, yeah. Um, but it—it hasn't been well received.
1: Everything I've heard has been kind of fine. I think maybe you'd probably appreciate it more than yeah. most people, just because that's kind of your bag. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, not not what people were hoping.
0: And, yeah, and I think part of that is the is the level design and polish is lacking. So
1: uh, to get this game mm. is is just a privilege to me. Mm. Uh, it's a privilege to all of us. <laughs> Thank you, Nintendo. I, I mean, this and Breath of the Wild in the same year, uh, within a year of the launch of the Switch, is crazy. Like it it makes sense now why the Wii U was such a barren wasteland because it felt like they just gave up on it halfway through and were just waiting. You know. Getting, the, getting all this shit together for the next one.
0: Which yeah. Which what
1: I was really hoping and it, it feels like they have delivered. Yeah.
0: Um, have you played any of the two-player? Because you can play, one player plays the cap. Yeah. Um, have yeah, you done any of that?
1: Briefly, yeah. How did it feel? It's all right. It's very much um, an extension of the two-player in Mario Galaxy, which is one person's yeah. playing and another person is sort of Supporting, assisting. Supporting, yeah. yeah. Which uh, works fine. It's good, you know, they kind of introduces a way for like, not experienced gamers or you know your little brother or something's hanging around and you want them to be involved and I think for that it, it works just fine um but yeah not not like super action packed yeah yeah
0: so you uh I ran into you on the bus the other day funnily mm. enough and you were playing with the handheld uh, have you you've been playing mostly handheld or have you been play, mostly playing on the TV because I've only played it on the TV
1: yeah nice that's a change for you isn't it yeah yeah for I'm I'm big on the big on the TV I mean switch games especially made by Nintendo, I think look absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I want to see them on the big screen, but um, you know, anytime I can fit in playing on the, on the handheld as well as perfect. I mean, you know, you got the, you got the lunch break at work. Yeah. It's fine. You got uh, your not lunch break at work. Yeah. <laughs> <it> works fine <laughs> as well. Um, I, I just, not Odyssey specifically, just all games on the switch. I can't believe how well they've got the system of the, the sleep mode. Like you don't need to save games on the switch. Like, if you're playing one game at a time, like, you play through a game and then you move on to another game after you're done with it, you'd never need to save mm. at all. Because you just hit sleep mode and that game stops on a frame where it is. Yeah. You unlock the, the switch again, you're exactly where you were. I mean, that seems like a small thing, but it's unprecedented, I think. Yeah. With, with gaming systems, you know, I mean, with console games especially, like, you you turn off the console, and then you have to reboot it, go through yeah. the menu, boot up the game, go to the last save point.
0: Put in the cartridge.
1: Yeah, like you can stop that. in the middle of a jump in Mario Odyssey and get right back in two weeks later. Yeah. Uh, with, That's, that is pretty crazy. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, yeah. So for, for a home console, even for, for a handheld, so cool.
0: Do you feel like um, like this is the most sort of open world Mario game? Um, like I, I'm seeing a lot. It's not... A, it's not as open world as Breath of the Wild, but there's mm.
1: some parallel there in the way the approach that they've taken, like sort breaking of breaking ex- conventions and breaking conventions. Mm. Yeah, I don't it's not as groundbreaking as Breath of the Wild. That shit was uh insane. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's definitely an, a new step and something that I think is going to kind of irrevocably change the franchise, you know, moving forward in the same way that Breath of the Wild did. Um it yeah, I think it's the most open one so far. I do miss the hub world, something about the hub world, I don't know. I I always miss that after Sunshine. I loved uh, El Delfino. Oh, I loved Delfino um, Plaza. Just the way it unlocks as you go Delfino and you Island. clean up more of it and it lights up. Yeah. Always really loved that. And, uh, you know, Peter's Castle in in uh, 64, uh, fantastic. But, so good. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think you really miss it in this game so much. Maybe like after you've finished and been like, oh, that was something that I liked. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's... um it peters out a bit towards the end i think the game
0: um do you mean the 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 story
1: yeah not the story so much as as uh i like immediately post-game it kind of explodes like in a good way it's like oh cool there's so much more stuff uh and then it sort of fizzles out after that um kind of like breath of the wild did honestly i mean that game is uh is absolutely amazing, but it's very front loaded with its wonder and amazement because um, as you go on, the world becomes smaller in its own way, the more of it you see and then, you know, the, the, you just end on the story and it's like, well, that's that, that wasn't what this game was about. And I, I think we, in general, place too much emphasis on endings with uh, games, movies, whatever, like the ending kind of defines your whole experience, which yeah. shouldn't be the case, especially with games. But um, yeah, there was a little bit of that. To look forward to. (laughs) Okay, okay,
0: because you're you're pumping through this. You're on what six hundred moons?
1: Yeah, more. Yeah, six thirty-six forty.
0: I mean, we, Ash and I, um, my partner, uh, we we've, we're just about to finish the main quest, yeah. which is amazing for us because I'm notorious for picking up a game and not finishing it. So I'm very impressed. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's. I think that's a testament to how much this, how enjoyable this game is. I mean, mm. Ash has been doing a fair bit of it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've been I've been I've been in there as well. So yeah. uh, i I think this game as well. Just to watch people play, mm. it's so much fun. And it's so much fun, like you'll come to an obstacle and one of, you know, you'll be like, oh, I can't get through this, swap controllers and somebody else, you know, will will get through it. And this game is just pure joy for me, Mm. pure joy. Mm. And as well this week, I picked up a little SNES um, mini console and just playing some of those games. It really just, it's been such a great week for me and playing video games and playing Super Mario in particular because...
1: I mean, it's these games are just incredible, Yeah. incredible. Yeah, I they've they've knocked it out of the park with this one. So I, I worry for Nintendo this year. I think they're really going to split the vote for Game of the Year between this and Breath of the Wild. I think Breath in the Wild, Breath of the Wild, will probably edge it out a little bit, but at the same time, a Dark Horse could just slip right through, yeah, without being everyone's number two and just take yeah. take the top spot or number three. We were speaking
0: about um, the, you know is there going to be a Mario Galaxy 2... um,
1: Three? Sorry, like an equivalent, you know, um, sequel. Yeah. You know, an Odyssey 2 kind of thing. Like an expansion pack almost. Yeah. Because Galaxy 2 started out as the leftover ideas from Galaxy 1 and they never intended to make a full game out of it. But um, they ended up having so much more to do with it that they did. And I could definitely see that happening with this. I think it'll be in the form of DLC Mm -hmm. this time. But I think it'll be... Um, pretty expansive because Nintendo's kind of in-house DLC is really cool I want another one man yeah it's uh, a full other game
0: uh, just new worlds Mm. like 15 new worlds or 20 new worlds like let's go again because the I think I, I mean I'm very ignorant to video game design but I feel like Half of it is just getting the placeholders and the vibe and the mechanics and mm, the controls. Mm. And once you've got that down, you know, you know, you just drop objects in and create the levels. Yeah. Um, so I feel like half the work is done. Mm, absolutely. Let's go again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, this is not a game that's wanting for content, but at the same time, I can't help but be like more. Please. <laughs> yeah. And um, same
0: goes for Breath of the Wild. Oh, absolutely. You know, rinse and repeat. Yeah, Do a Majora's I, Mask. Uh,
1: yeah, I'll take a full sequel for that game. Just use the same world, the same assets. Um, mix some stuff up. Put some dungeons in there. Very much into that idea. Um, what was I saying? I can't remember. <laughs> anyway.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know. This, uh, what, what, I, I want to go back a minute because I want to just talk about like a little bit about, like, Mario Sunshine and and Galaxy and 64, obviously. Like, what is your experience with those games? And, uh, yeah, what is your experience with those games?
1: So, my first one would have been Sunshine on the GameCube. Cool. GameCube was my first Nintendo console. I was late to the party. Um, Loved Sunshine. Same. Very keen for a a re-release of that game. They just, in the last Switch patch, they... um, allowed for the GameCube adapter from the Wii U to be used on it. So GameCube controllers now work on the Switch, which means you know, people are reading into it, whatever they want, but it certainly means we could have GameCube ports straight on there. And I think uh, uh, Mario Sunshine is a game that does not need an inch of update. Just release that game as it is in HD, and it'll look absolutely stunning. The water
0: effects in that game, I feel like, look better than half the water effects that I see in
1: 27 release games. 100%, yep. Yeah, absolutely, um, and I'd be very happy to play through that game again.
0: And the GameCube in general, I think, is so underappreciated. Mm. I, I I've had every single Nintendo console since the '64, and um, and picked them up there and then when they came out. Mm. And the GameCube, I feel, is so underappreciated, mm. and it's kind of like people look at it as the shit stain on Nintendo's past, That's which. Uh, yeah, uh, well, the Wii, but the Wii had the mass appeal. Like yeah. the GameCube I, was very like, it, like GameCube was the downfall. It was the downfall. The initial, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I mean, there's so many good games that like Double Dash, Wind, Wind Waker. Waker. Um, it's just, I mean, I, I mean, a game I played a lot was Time Splitters too. I mean, yeah. that was a universal title, but. Um, yeah I just I just I, wanted to vouch for the GameCube and say I love that thing
1: I will, I will freely admit that the GameCube is my favourite console of all time and always will be just because that was my first Nintendo console that was my gaming heyday um, I, I played Wind Waker on that thing and that that's just like a, a month of my life that's probably the the best one yeah. <laughs> ever I took a week off school yeah. for that game yeah. and uh, man just what an adventure I remember when
0: that came out I picked up the the deluxe edition that came with ocarina of time master quest mm. and my mind was blown mm. like I couldn't believe I bought I had these two games in my possession yeah and just can I go and say how good the game controller is it's the best it's I think best that one.
1: is the best con console control of all time yeah it's my favorite I'm a big smash brothers guy and I got to play it on that um I just with you saying I also got uh, Wind Waker and Ocarina at the same time that pre-order one, and uh, that what what a great double and also the GameCube also delivered me Metroid Prime and uh, oh, on the GBA Metroid Fusion on the same day yeah, those games came out which that. given given the break we've had now between Metroid games is just hard to even imagine yeah. being spoiled like that. Sure. What a what a golden period. Um, as for Mario sixty four, my first playing of that was on the Nintendo DS the, the okay. port that they released yeah, for that yeah. which which I, I forgot about that that was uh that's i really fantastic. it was a weird way to play man you had your like your your thumb on the touch screen yeah um that's right yeah so that was they're really pushing that eh? yeah and, i remember it felt like you were you were running on ice yeah pretty much so that game wouldn't hold up not not just con- control scheme at least but um i played the hell out of that i 100 percent it three times i think uh 150 stars in that version Yeah right And uh, Yeah Really really enjoyed it And then uh, Galaxy And Galaxy 2 Were yeah Day 1 pickups for me
0: Yeah See I'm the same Like Mario 64 That was what Your Gamecube was for me Like I remember the day It was my 8th birthday My parents mm. got me A Nintendo 64 And It was like Incredible yeah. I couldn't get enough Of that game Mario 64 Completely captured My imagination mm. um, But um same same goes to sunshine but Galaxy Galaxy was where I kind of fell off the bandwagon a little bit. Now I loved the game. I thought the the gravity mechanic was mm. was in, in, kind of ingenious. Um it was it was amazing, but there was something lacking there and I'm not sure what it was. I don't mm. know if if you felt the same, but I just didn't get the same level of excitement that I have with those two games and I have with Odyssey as I did with um Galaxy.
1: No, I'm um Saddened to hear it, George. I um I love Galaxy. Galaxy 2, I don't remember that well. I guess it didn't make as much of an impression on me, but Galaxy was something so different. And uh, yeah, the gravity mechanics, the, the stuff they did with it was so amazing. And the presentation, the soundtrack especially. Oh, the soundtrack was amazing, is, wasn't it? Is, the orchestra. One of the best, yeah. And um, that game, I, w- I would... Um, I'd rate above Odyssey at this point, absolutely. I, wow. I fucking love Galaxy. That's something I would love to see in HD. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I
0: felt like felt like Galaxy I felt more enclosed mm. like whilst it was trying to give the impression that I was it was the universe and it was expansive mm. I felt like it was more linear and yeah, more yeah. in in line with the Super Mario Land or what whatever that um we we title we were talking about before I can't mm. remember the name that Mario game but levels
1: yeah you're not specific wrong, levels
0: and, and I didn't like that mm. and that's what I love about Odyssey is, is I'm feeling that level of expansion I can go wherever I want
1: hmm yeah, I mean, we've always been saying about Odyssey being as polished as it is, which it is, it's polished as you can get, but there, there is just something slightly less refined about something more open world like that inherently. Yes. Which isn't a mark on the quality at all, it's just the, that kind of design. Mm. Um, whereas, whereas Galaxy really was that uh, focused uh, kind of thing. I think like something something that
0: I've noticed about myself is is really open world games i struggle with mm. i i bought um oblivion elder skulls 4 when i was in high school oh, wow! and i just like would just go into the towns and start hacking people up <laughs> because i didn't know what to do <laughs> yeah, yeah i just didn't know what to do and i would always just try and just cause mischief yeah, rather right, than yeah. actually try and excel at the game but games like ocarina mario 64 wind Waker, metroid prime like there's a It's more sort of like a direction. There's a goal, you're heading, it's sort of guiding you down this path. Mm. And what I've noticed with Breath of the Wild is I love that game, but I've only clocked in 10 hours, 15 hours. And I haven't...
1: I've literally 10 times that.
0: (laughs) I haven't sunk my teeth into it because of that open world aspect. I yeah. need to be guided a little bit more. And that's what I like about Odyssey. I feel like it straddles the line so perfectly that I, I know where I'm heading, but I can go wherever I want. And we've discussed over the week, you know, have you seen this? Have you seen that? Mm. How do you do this? And you experience the game in a different way. Mm. It's not as linear as a Mario 64, but there is still like a pathway. And that's what I really appreciate about this game. Because as I said, I suck at open world games. I suck at them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, uh, unless you had any other main points you wanted to hit, I thought we might just chuck on some some highlights that we've had in the game. Yeah. 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 So, um, in as much as there can be spoilers for a Mario game, yeah. Um, which you know experientially, this is something you want to play without knowing what's coming. So yeah. if you're going to play it, absolutely do so. Um, don't own a Switch and not own this game. You yes. mug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but beyond that, yeah. What's, uh, what's been some moments in the game or, or some levels or some really cool things that have jumped out at you?
0: Uh, one moment is definitely, as I said, that chain chomp moment. Yeah. Like discovering... Uh, you know there was there was you have to get through the stone wall and I was like okay let's look for a bomb mm. you know what are we gonna do here and then like just throwing the cap and turning into a chain shop I actually think I did it by accident <laughs> yeah. I don't think I actually did that because I have been trying to avoid trailers and too many discussions with mm-hmm. this so mm-hmm. try to come to this as fresh as possible and um and I was just like my mind was blown man I was like whoa this is. This is unlocking something else.
1: Yeah, well, you really got to change your mode of thinking for this game because I, there's been a dozen moments where I've been like, I don't know what to do here. And then you're like, oh, yeah, the cap, duh, because <laughs> it's a completely different way of playing the game. I mean, um, light spoiler, Yoshi shows up at some point and I spent like 30 seconds trying to jump on his back. And I'm like, why can't I get on him? And I'm like, yeah. oh, the fucking yeah, cap. Yeah. And this is after I'd beaten the game. Yeah. it still didn't occur yeah. to me straight away, Yeah. which is uh, really cool. It's a fun little... Uh, unlocking of that uh, thinking. Um something that I thought was absolutely amazing and I assume you've played this now is the the lost the ruined kingdom. Yes. The um the kingdom straight out of Bloodborne or Dark Souls <laughs> uh, Bayonetta. Uh, this absolutely apocalyptic gothic amazing yeah. Castlevania world that's just not there anymore. It's been destroyed yeah. by this amazing the Lord of lightning. Yeah. This huge uh, badass metal looking dragon. Insane. Um, so cool. So out of nowhere. Out like, of nowhere. You're just chasing Bowser in this, you know, Mario cartoon world, and then suddenly there's this like smog, smog-looking dragon. It looks like <laughs> something out of Final Fantasy or yeah. some yeah. Japanese anime or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I love that. Yeah. Then there's this epic fight on the top of this ruined tower. Um. Insane. Yeah. And you know, there's there's not much to that level. That that's about it. But, um, oh, the
0: little it, birds pecking in the
1: walls—that's fun. Uh, that's different level. Oh, that's Bowser's castle. Oh, what are you thinking, talking about? The ruined kingdom with the dragon. Okay, I must be thinking about the same. I don't.
0: I, don't worry about me. <laughs> don't worry about me. Um,
1: but yeah, just an amazing little taste. Like they're so good at just giving you the, the taste of something, just hugely evocative and cool, and then uh, but not ever saying it's welcome whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. But you mentioned the birds. So it's, so Bowser's Kingdom. Yes. The the big Japanese feudal yeah, yeah, castle. Yeah. yeah. Um with an amazing soundtrack. It's my favorite tune in the game. Fantastic. I, I you unlock like a sound test at the end of the game. I chuck that music on every level. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, and you get the little birds pecking on the walls yeah. shooting up. I think just turning into the different
0: creatures, I, I, I love that. Mm. Um I think we've both spoken about the um is it the pumpkin or the cabbage? you turn into in that forest level. Oh, yeah. The, the sprout with the, the legs. The sprout. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, really one. cool. Great character. Um, what are some other ones? I well, love... Like, when in- you
1: turn into like a rock yeah. and you just like shuffle along the ground <laughs> yeah, like yeah, for a few inches yeah. as far as you can move.
0: Or even turning into electricity for the first time. Mm. That was like, what the hell? Yeah. I loved the lava when you turn into the lava in the um fruit and the food level. Yeah. That makes you have to think of some creative ways to get around yeah and um, that boss battle when you're in the soup jumping up the birds yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah i love that boss oh man some of the stuff that happens in this game when you put it into words it's very bizarre yeah i feel like it's the most eccentric mario game
1: yeah 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 i mean they they all have some nuttiness to them but uh this one is i think it's just not too much to say it is a world of pure imagination yeah like it's clear that they would just think of whatever they wanted, and they found a way to make it work in the yeah. game. Uh, what? Are, any? Do you have any other
0: moments you want to mention?
1: the The last battle with Bowser. I won't get into the details, but it's fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah, really cool. Cool. Um, it's probably not as epic as the Galaxy final battle, which is like the greatest Mario boss battle of all time. But um, sixty four yeah. one is pretty badass. It yeah, that doesn't compare to the the Galaxy one. You should play through that game. Yeah. <laughs> The sunshine one wasn't that great. Yeah, I remember it being difficult. <laughs> yeah, I remember being difficult
0: and, and weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'll probably get to Bowser by today.
1: So, yeah. later today. So, cool. I'm excited for that. The, um, the festival, the New Donk City festival, mm-hmm. was really cool. Uh, with Pauline, um, making her return from Donkey Kong, <laughs> the yeah, original game.
0: Um, yeah, we haven't talked about the two D, three D sort of.
1: Yeah, that's a really cool addition. Um, makes for some. Mind-bendy stuff at points yeah.
0: And uh, I mean it's just Let's not talk about it But some good spoilers in Or uh, well, some good moments in New Donk City With mm. the 2D component Referencing back to a, a classic game mm. um, I think that's something to just kind of experience Because that's really fun But I love that 2D, 3D aspect I think it really enhances the game mm. The way the music goes to 8-bit Yeah, I don't know I just absolutely love it And it doesn't feel cheesy
1: No, well sh- that That could have been uh, the whole mechanic of this game but as it is it's just a small part of it you know yeah like that could have been the whole like a uh, link between the worlds with Zelda, you know yeah. two day three day thing yeah but uh, just a small idea that they've, they've used
0: yeah sprinkled in there nicely
1: mm. is
0: there anything else you want to bring up we haven't even talked about any negatives are there any negatives um the only one is kind of you feel like it's maxed out but i mean how much can you put in these games you mm-hmm. know
1: I no, I would say, uh, maybe not as I would have. I would have liked more the you know the from Sunshine the the levels the challenge levels with that Flood. Yeah, kind of really pl- platforming heavy. Yep. levels. I. I really enjoy that stuff. I'd like to see more of that. Yep. Um, Galaxy had a lot of really cool stuff like that as well. I don't think this kind of reaches those heights in terms of the challenge. Like the the challenge when it's really hard, it feels a little more official. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, artificial, like it's a. Uh, just boss battles, like there's boss rush yeah. modes or something where you have to do all the bosses in a row and that's not uh not as fun as something that's like a really crazy platforming level.
0: Yeah, it's not super challenging this game. Mm. It's but I think the wonderment and the exploration gets it sort of over the line. Yeah. And there's enough few there's enough tough bits um, in there to present a few challenges along the way that you go like, Fuck, we've got to do this. Yeah. Like how
1: do we do this? Yeah. But um I'm just assuming there's going to be DLC and that'd be cool if they could do some really hardcore stuff in that. If they could bring out another few worlds, man. I want to see Isle Delfino. Oh. I'd, I'd, because I've I've heard rumors about that now uh, retroactively. I'm glad I didn't know them before because I would have been very disappointed. Wow. Um, and I think, yeah, that should absolutely be one of the places you visit in this. That'd be so cool. Yeah, man.
0: Uh, i would end on the first level in Mario 64. If we could go back to that. Mm.
1: I'd love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah is that it I think that's it I want to go play some
0: yeah let's go play some but yeah that was fun man we'll uh, be back next week and we'll have some hopefully more video game stuff coming up in the future next week we'll
1: have a special guest for you Connor we'll we'll bring him (laughs) back on for an episode or two see how he goes he's on probation (laughs) (laughs) I'll catch you next time